Welcome to Empower Your Marketing, a show dedicated to helping women rewrite the rules of what it means to be a female entrepreneur in today's digital world. Discover the strategies successful women entrepreneurs use to create, build, and scale their online empires. And go behind the scenes of profitable, purpose-driven brands to learn the secrets of standing out in the sea of online sameness. Now your host, Stephanie Jarosh. Hey everyone, and welcome to Empower Your Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Jarosh, and I'm so excited to have you with us today. This is episode 26. Today, I want to talk about a scary yet very real trend I'm witnessing online, which is glorifying false metrics. False metrics are basically the numbers a person uses to judge their value or success, like the amount of followers they have or likes and shares an account or post has and not the often unseen numbers that should be considered instead, like engagement, click-through rates, and sales. False metrics might move the needle, but they don't have an impact on your bottom line. False metrics is a hot topic, and for good reason. With Instagram's most recent announcement that they're removing the ability to see a picture's likes, account owners and influencers everywhere are scrambling to adjust their digital strategies. But the thing is, those strategies were based on the wrong metrics to begin with what we call false metrics. Today, I'm going to unpack what makes false metrics so attractive, what your ego has to do with it, and finally, we'll start asking the question that needs to be asked. What should I really be focusing on in my business? So let's dive in. Just about everyone I know counts the number of likes, followers, or shares as their ultimate metric of success. But the truth of the matter is thousands of likes don't equate to thousands of dollars in the bank. This is true for former clients I've worked with and friends who own and run online businesses. While everyone is trying to figure out how to grow their Instagram accounts, go viral, or build an email list in the tens of thousands, there are a select few who've come to understand that the amount of likes, comments, subscribers, and followers you have is just icing on the cake, and they're actually not the cake themselves. What really matters is if you are putting out the type of content your customers crave, your work ethic, meeting customers' expectations, and honing in on a small yet powerful market that will eventually become your raving, paying fans. As Seth Godin points out in his explanation of the minimum viable audience, which I love, stake out the smallest market you can imagine, the smallest market that can sustain you, the smallest market you can adequately serve. This goes against everything you learned in capitalism school, but in fact, it's the simplest way to matter. The problem with false metrics is they thrive on validation from the masses and not from the people who matter most. So examples of false metrics include the amount of followers you have, maybe on your Instagram or Facebook page, the amount of subscribers on your email list, the amount of likes on a post or video, or the amount of views on a video on YouTube or IG stories, for example. False metrics can be manipulated in your favor. You can buy followers, you can buy likes, you can buy views. One of my favorite stories that I'm going to share with you today is how I've been asked to be on multiple telesummits and online summits. And when they ask me how many people I have on my email list, which is not that many, a couple thousand, they say, oh, it's not enough. You have to have a minimum of 10,000 people on your list. Now, in the beginning, I often found this to be really upsetting. I thought, well, 
that's unfair. Like there, I feel like I now have to get all these people on my email list just to seem validated or, or special enough to be included. But what I quickly learned and I started to ask back was, all right, well, I may not have that many people, but what kind of engagement rate are you looking for? Because while my list is small, it is mighty. And my people open up my emails. And my people read what I have to say. So you might want 10,000 people on your list. But I know plenty of people, by the way, with 100,000 plus people on their email list. And their engagement rate, their click-through rates, their open rates are like 15%. That's horrible, right? But my open rates for industry standard, I'm at a 32% open rate as of, I think today I pulled that number, which is pretty darn good, right? So what is a true metric? Well, examples of true metrics include your open or click-through rates, right? Engaged, authentic comments on posts, shares of videos and posts, right? So are people retweeting or resharing? And basically your monthly revenue, It's one thing to know this, but what about our growing obsession with likes and follower counts? What makes these numbers so irresistible to begin with? Turns out, both your conscious and subconscious brains have a lot to do with what numbers you focus on as you grow your business. The ego loves quick wins, external validation, and looking good. In an emerging digital era where looking good is now easier than ever, false metrics feed the ego. And it's not just the ego that feels good. Likes, comments, reactions, these are all dopamine hits your brain receives when you log in or check your social accounts. You literally experience a physical reaction when seeing notifications. And what makes social media, the likes, shares, and comments so addictive is that these dopamine hits aren't predictable. Your brain starts to crave the next dopamine hit, and since we don't know when that next like or follow will come through, we continually check back until we're satisfied. But what happens if there are no likes, shares, or follows? Well, many people internalize this lack of engagement and consider themselves failures, their work or interests unworthy, or they feel left out and ignored. This can trigger deeper issues, often like depression, anxiety, and an unhealthy need for attention or approval. Which brings us back to the question we should be asking ourselves. What should I really be focusing on in my business then? I'm not saying you shouldn't grow your Instagram account or that an email list with more rather than less subscribers is a bad thing. What I am saying is you need to focus on the metrics that build your bottom line and not just bolster your ego. Here are a few true metrics I always recommend you measure. If you're paying for ads, what's your conversion rate? How many subscribers are opening your emails? How many are clicking links? How many likes and comments are you getting compared to the number of followers you have? Have you performed a social media audit recently? This is super important. How much money are you making? Are you reaching your income goals? What's your refund rate? Answer these questions and you will reach success faster. Focus on false metrics and I guarantee you'll get nowhere fast. Listen, if you like this episode, please leave a review and make sure you click subscribe so you don't miss out on any new shows. And don't forget to download your free copy of the Brand Story Blueprint, the workbook that is helping women entrepreneurs discover what they stand for, define their ideal client avatar, and craft a brand story that connects and sells. Grab your copy in the show notes. Until next time, I'll be talking to you soon. Bye for now. 
like what you hear, click subscribe and leave a review. Then join Stephanie each week as she takes on the many questions women have about building an online business.